Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the official Nothing But Games podcast, also known as the NBG podcast. My name is Matt. I am today joined by Mike and Marcus. Hey, how's it going? Hola. Welcome to the inaugural podcast. Anyway, uh, our podcast uh, is going to bring you all of the gaming news and content uh, coming out this year and uh, hopefully for a while. Um, it's been something we both, we've all wanted to do for quite a while. A while. yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's taken us a little bit of time to start it up, but finally got things rolling. So, Mike, you started us off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'm a little Canadian boy. I play lots of games. (laughs) Thank you, you, Mike. Anyway, that was the most creepiest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Anyway, yeah, Marcus, how about uh, you you show Mike up? Yeah, same. (laughs) No, uh... Yeah, fucking obviously play games. Play pretty much everything besides PC gaming. Because he's a plug. Mm. No, it's the other way around. No, I'm not part not of the Master Race. Yeah, pretty much like PC and even like mobile. Not into the mobile gaming. No, not really. We'll probably get into that like a bunch. Yeah, when we get a million followers. Mm. And so tomorrow, yeah, you're right saying. now I'm playing on PS4 and I don't have a Switch unlike you two. Maybe in the future we'll see. You call and, yourself a Nintendo fan? You mm-hmm. Switch. I am a Nintendo fan. I just sure. value my money right now. <laughs> <laughs> As we do all. Yeah, there you go. I myself, I guess you can call the uh, uh, Xbox fanboy of the group, considering I play on my Xbox PC as well. Um, the uh, I have a Nintendo Switch, as previously mentioned by Marcus. Currently playing Mario Kart and Breath of the Wild. We're going to talk about that a little later. Cause... My favorite Wii U games. <laughs> it's so funny those are both Wii U games. It's fine. Uh, Nintendo. I mean, never failed to amaze. I didn't pay seven hundred dollars for this console to play one game. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> you bought two copies of it. Yep. No, the my Wii yeah. U version is still in the wrapping, and I probably will never open it. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yep. It's fine. Yeah. Other than that, you just uh, called all collectors idiots, Matt. <laughs> he did. No, Matt, you hate I called collectors. Mike an idiot. I, oh, I, I we knew all that. you Zelda collectors out there. I'm with you. Anyway, moving on. So, um, who are we? I guess you got a little snippet of that. But uh, the NBG community, we are a group of gamers dedicated to um, bringing you guys uh, entertainment through all, all platforms. Um, we're, we're trying to be everywhere, you know? We're not trying to be one-dimensional. We're trying to have exactly. things all across the board. Exactly. Streaming, podcast, what, whatever. YouTube, possibly in the future. Yep. Um, going to shows, live events... Um, we want to be there. We want to experience it and then give back to the community as well because um, it's something that we've wa- wanted to all do. We've wanted to all join. Uh, and I think it would be a lot of fun to start producing content. Yeah. So tell the audience that email if they want to send us questions or anything. Yes, exactly. Please do. So um, you guys can get in touch with us uh, for all the listeners out there. I know we just started, but um, more or less. I guess I'll mention it either at the beginning or the end of every podcast or even mm-hmm. in the description or something. Um, it's nothing but games podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can send yourself or you can send us questions. Send um, yourself questions. <laughs> <laughs> you can send us questions about things you want to talk about. Uh, anything yeah, game related. We'll, we'll take any topics. You know, if you guys want something you guys want us to talk about, send it our way. Game wise, game related. Or keep in mind. Or other. Yeah. If, I mean, if you got some other questions. So show. Yeah. I mean, we can do it at the beginning, right? If people want to know yeah, something more about ourselves. Yeah. I don't mind. Um, like, for what, example, what fla- your, like oh. flash spoilers, Barry's mom dies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's fine. 
Uh, good joke, buddy. 10 thanks, out of 10. Thanks, thanks. Um, other than that, it's you can send us any questions you want. Mm-hmm. Today, I think we're going to talk about um, the Nintendo Switch, a little of bit course. of Zelda, hence why Marcus doesn't have one. Dive into that for a little bit. Um, talk about possible upcoming events, if you want to talk about that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then possibly talk about some, some games we're playing. Some um, games are coming out mm-hmm. soon, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Marcus, why don't you start it off? Um, you said you were playing on your PlayStation a lot. What, what are you playing right now? I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn. I finally got back into that. I bought it when it, I bought it when it launched, but I was just so busy with school that I didn't have time to play anything. I was just every all my free time was either just at school and whenever I was done, I was either sleeping or just playing the little bit of Overwatch that I could because it's so much easier to just play like a couple games of Overwatch rather than just like dive deep into a story game because I don't want I didn't want to slowly chip away at like Horizon or like Dishonor too. I would rather just kept playing Overwatch and plus especially what they call the freaking like events that they came out. Clearly we're all big fans of Overwatch here. Yeah. I just played, a little bit. Yeah, fucking hundreds of hours into my life in that thing. Yep. Yeah. I've owned But it, right now playing Horizon. I've owned uh, Overwatch twice. Some of us, mm. not currently in the room, three different times. Um, the other mic mm-hmm. on PlayStation, Xbox, and, PS, and PC. Well, like Marcus said, it's such an easy game to just like play for half hour. You know, you don't have to like spend two hours playing it like a Horizon or a Zelda. Yeah. You know, you can just pop in, play for a bit, and then to pop out. That's yeah, what, yeah. that's part of the appeal of it. Yeah, yeah. Plus, definitely. it's a real good game. Yeah, that helps as well. Um, a little bit of a review from you. Um, what would you give it out of ten? What Overwatch? <laughs> <laughs> no, Horizon. Eleven, if you could. Uh, I'm not done yet. I'm like still like probably relatively in the beginning i've been just doing a whole bunch of side quests but i'd say it's probably up there in like this generation of like the current like xbox one ps4 of probably one of the best like one of the best games just because of like the amount of polish it has i'd say it has some problems with like its platforming and stuff and like it tries to take cues from like uncharted and tomb raider like the new tomb raider games of like say you're grabbing on like the side of a mountain or a building and you know how in like tomb raider uncharted you'll see like some like there's like a yellow plank or like Mm -hmm. a white section that like that that's how you know you can jump onto that horizon does a bit of that too but it's kind of like janky a bit and a lot of like things that you can grab onto are just like these white parts of mountains but it'll be like blending in with mountains that have snow on them so you're just like totally confused because everything's just white and you know what you're climbing up on and then the combat's pretty cool um pretty much having to remove like components from the like robot dinosaurs that you're fighting so that way like you take off their pretty much like flamethrower like machine gun whatever they have onto them you can just easily detach it it get it'll like kick your ass if you try and fight any uh fight any robots that are a higher level than you i've gotten my ass kicked like a handful of times but right now it's good the story is really interesting seeing like a yeah. postal pretty much like mankind going back to like prehistoric ages because of how far they came, how far they advanced yeah i was gonna ask you i i have horizon as well but i haven't started it and i was wondering like the story is it like a like do you care yeah i care the okay. aloy is like the main character she's really cool it's actually like she's pretty much now i would say one of the best like PlayStation icons out there, like probably up there with like Nathan Drake and like Kratos and Sackboy and stuff. Like they really made a 
like this is probably a franchise that's going to go on for a while. I would assume it'd be foolish if they didn't. But yeah, um, I'd say one other problem that I have was when I usually play games, I kind of like to just go straight through the um, the story rather than side like having to complete side missions. Which is why I wasn't a big fan of like something like Borderlands because I felt like it was so tailored towards having to play with another person and having to do the side missions in order to continue. But with Horizon, you could like they kind of do the same thing where you, I feel like if you don't do any of the side missions, you're like severely uh, you're severely weakened if you if you were to just go straight into the story like you kind of have to, which is kind of a bummer. I kind of like side missions to be like something on the side that you can opt right. into doing. I kind of like to just go straight forward. But then again, the side missions are actually all really cool. And it's not like most games where it's just fetch quests. They're actually all different, which kind of surprised me. Right. They got to find a balance there. Like if you're gonna, mm-hmm. they're going to make you do the side quests. It has to be like, yeah, not like, just like a fetch quest or something, you know, it's something interesting. But yeah, it's got a lot. It's got like not only side quests, but like errands you can do. And like kind of like time trial things of like, uh, like killing monster or killing robots. I keep saying monsters or robots. Killing the robots in like certain ways. Yeah, pretty cool. Very nice. Very nice. Um, Mike, we've been playing Zelda. You have clocked what 150 um, hours. Yeah, I it? just hit 150 hours. I've finished the final boss. I've been playing it sparingly since then. Just kind of jumping in, grabbing some Korok seeds. I'm at 517 right now, and I'm it's, gonna get 900 eventually. It's pretty sad that you. How many are there? 900. 900. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. so uh, 57%. <laughs> it's going to take a while. I'm going to do it. And on shrines, I have 116 shrines. I'm just missing four. I know where one is. I don't know where the three are. But And you think about it, it's like, it's not easy to find the shrines. If you no, it's know not. the world map, it's gigantic. They could be anywhere. So, I've been playing uh, the game for a while as well. I don't remember how many hours I'm in, to be quite honest with you. From what I've played, I, I haven't finished it. I've been taking my total sweet time with it, considering the fact that, yes, I'm working, school was before, but I've been playing this thing constantly. It also helps that the Switch is portable. I mean, that's the main thing, yeah, right? So many times I would have stopped playing if it wasn't, like... Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd be sitting on the couch and my parents would call, come, come upstairs, right? And I would go upstairs, but usually I'd leave it down, right? But with the Switch, I could just bring it straight upstairs and keep playing. And yeah. just ignore your parents and your family. Exactly. <laughs> Who needs family, anyways? <laughs> um, Who needs from, human interaction? From what I've personally played so far, and I've put a lot of uh, time into it and into everything, so not just the main quest, um, because I know the main quest you can you can probably complete in, what, 30 hours? Or, or no, 30... Not even. I'd say less than that. Less if you than, go straight to each of the Divine Beasts, you could probably get done 20 hours. Probably even less, to be honest with you. Because uh, what? Eh, regardless. Yeah. The... I can, without a doubt, say that it is probably one of the best RPG fantasy games that I've played. Um, in years, uh, just the depth of this world is insane. There's things around every corner. So p- the pinnacle was Skyrim um, for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Game came out in 2011. Game was great. The problem was it, it, with it. It was it. It felt empty at points. Like you go over the hill and there's nothing there, and then you go over the hill again and maybe there's a giant or something. I don't know. Or there's a wolf, but like it was an emptier world with zelda i'm always finding that there's something to do something to interact with um just random monster mob what are they called the the ancients right or somewhere the guardians you mean no not the guardians not um a goblin nope zelda yeah like the the rocks that 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 
The rock monsters, yeah. yeah the, the, the bosses. Stone Talus. The, bo- yeah. the bosses. And the Hinoxes. Yeah. Hinox? So Hinox? they appear out of nowhere. Um, the world itself is beautiful and lively. Like, you can find the Korok seeds. Um, there's a whole bunch of side missions with the memories and the stuff, so it makes you explore. The, each shrine, there's 120 20 of them. I have never seen so much detail put into puzzles before. Each shrine is so simple. But yet it is it is this challenge that you can do within about five minutes, give or take. So you're not going out of your way. It's not something you don't want to get discouraged from playing. It's not something you. Just, it's just a, a bother to do. Um, Some of the shrines that that I played in that game are one of the most the best designed like puzzle sequences I've ever played ever. Yeah. Like there are a couple. There are two shrines that I think of in particular. There's one in the Elden Mountain area on the north side. It is like it's a lantern-based puzzle where you gotta like bring lanterns around and light fires. Yeah. It's like one of the most the best. Oh, I can't even say it. It's one of the most well-designed like dungeons or whatever I've ever played. Yeah. I don't know if you've done it yet. I haven't done it yet. No. It's like I I recommend you go do it like right away. Cause yeah. It's so good. There and the best part about the game is I've played the beginning of the game about three or four times now for mm-hmm. different people. They've restored their games. This and that. Whatever. Every single time, I keep finding things that I don't find the first time, second time, third time. It's for I. Did you know that if you go to the top of the mountain, for example, you get a cloak for free? Which mountain? The top of the beginning, like the great, the plateau. If you travel to the top of the mountain, like the very peak, the guy's standing up top, and he's like, "Wow, I, I admire your determination." By the way, it looks cold. Here's a, a a warm coat. Did you know that? I there's actually two ways to get that coat. Oh, is there? And really? I got it the other way. Oh. I didn't. I He'll didn't give it to you. Existed. He'll give it to you eventually. If yeah. You want to do that. I well, I didn't get it at all. That's the thing. I didn't go to well, his actually? house. Yeah, I didn't go. But I absolutely love that the environment. You can interact with it in any way. So I thought when I first played the game, um, I got to the mountain, the snowy base. I ran through, it, and I'm like, "This is cold. It's hurting me." So I ran back. And then I thought, "Okay, fire." So I grabbed a torch and I just ran with a torch. And then it eventually went out. So I kept lighting things to like reignite the fuel. But the fact that I just thought something so basic and simple can keep my body temperature up, just like holding a torch beside me, it was fantastic. Like the, It's just the depth that they went to to yep. give you all of these options. I've, I've nev- I haven't seen it in a very long time. I'd get bored of things like, I don't know. It's just... So it's it's so amazing many, their detail, their yeah. attention to detail. The lack of detail in some of these newer games is very disappointing. And Nintendo has... Yes, they delayed it like what three times or something like that. It was worth it. Yeah, it was, it was worth the come wait. What twenty? Yeah, the initial was twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, because yeah. I remember it was like Halo Five, Uncharted Four, and Zelda yep. were all supposed to come out that year, and I'm like, there was no way all three of those <laughs> games would come out. Yeah, twenty fifteen. And then after that, they were trying to get early twenty sixteen. That didn't happen. Then late twenty sixteen. That didn't happen. And finally, March does it ever get annoying though? Like having to, like I haven't played it yet, obviously. And what about like I hear. Having to like keep your body temperature up doesn't that get annoying or anything? Or no. it, so I can see how it's that annoying at the beginning, but like very quickly within 15, 20 hours, you have everything you need to survive it. It's not even. It's probably even quicker than that. To be honest with you, yeah. You can find like even in the in the first, I guess it's the tutorial area, the Great Plateau. Um, you find peppers. Then the game doesn't actually tell you this. You can cook things or, and mm-hmm. increase your body temperature by cooking food and making elixirs and stuff, which I still don't know how to do. 
To make elixirs? Yeah, you have I, no I never even use elixirs. It's I so no much idea. easier to just use food. Yeah. You cook food together and it, and it gives you a, a like a timer or a buffer of how long you can survive in the cold or in the heat or something, right? Um, it gives you those things to survive or it gives you clothing. So mm-hmm. maintaining your body temperature and everything is not as a, as a nuisance as you think it is. Maybe right in the beginning when you yeah, have Yeah, early in the game, it was, like, even I can say, I remember in the beginning of the game, like, I was kind of annoyed because it was very easy to be severely underpowered no matter where you went. Yeah. But very quickly, you were able to level up and start destroying everything. Other than that, I do agree um, with the perfect 10 score that it received um, countless times. I do... The most perfect scores in Metacritic history. Sorry? It has the most perfect scores in Metacritic history. Yeah. Um, I do agree with that. I, I do think it deserves the the perfect score it got. It seems like they're like Nintendo's actually now like for years they've just been going to uh, like the beat of their own drum, but they finally it seems like they've finally taken cues from like more Western games and Western RPGs like Skyrim and like something like The Witcher, where people have noticed that people are making games that Nintendo makes and sometimes even doing them better, but it was like finally their turn to tr- like take some of the tropes from more Western studios and yeah. Western games and finally implement them into their own. But do you even think like Zelda can exist as something that's not like Breath of the Wild anymore? Can you go back to like a 2D game or even something more kind of like linear? It depends. As the ultra Zelda fan here, like I have no idea what they can do next. So I no think, idea. I think if they brought out another game like A Link Between Worlds on the 3DS only. That's the only way Zelda would exist um, in its previous methods. Something like Ocarina of Time now, I don't think would succeed. Um, but that's the question, right? But they can't do Breath of the Wild again. Well, Cause why not? They can't do the exact same thing, right? Because all the... I don't know how to say it, like All the, um, the discoveries have already been made. No, that's... Like discovering uh, like Death Mountain or discovering the Rito Village. Like you can't create that again so if they do another game that's similar to it they'd have to completely change everything and then it wouldn't be the same game well because on. breath of the wild was such like a culmination of zelda that it almost is a great way to end the series but obviously not gonna end the series because it makes so much money but like it would have been a perfect way to end the series that's what i mean well because there's nowhere to go from here you say you're not going to discover you know death mountain or whatever over and over again but don't you do that in every yeah, it's zelda kind of game? what you've been doing yeah but like... it's it, the way you did it in breath of the wild it's totally different well, it is like a like a different genre than in any other Zelda game. Right. I think the next step forward would have to keep all of the things that Breath of the Wild did great, um, meaning the exploration aspect of it, maintaining your health, the feeling of you can die at any point. It is very easy to die in that game. You would think, yeah, I have twenty hearts. No, people just walk up to you and slap you, and you're dead. Yep, I, it's 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 not even fair, but. I- it makes you think. It needs to keep those aspects of it, but continue for moving forward and making some changes, things, this and that, right? They need to find the perfect balance of what you're saying. Yes, you can't make the same discoveries over again in the same world, so don't. keep take. It's going to be very odd. You're, it's In a sense, you're taking the exploration out of the land, and you're moving towards an exploration inside of civilization mm-hmm. so you, you see you see what i'm saying right exploration be, meaning um interacting with people in the environment and people with um or just the way life lives out in the new storyline because if they continue from that point anyway we don't know mm-hmm. right 
I'm just happy I don't have to make that decision. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm thinking that I would bet there would they might go back to like the top down duty Zelda as kind of like a side series for the game because I think it's going to be hard for them to like without having played the game, just hearing what people are saying about it. People seem to love it way more than like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess, guaranteed, and like like pretty much the Wii, like the traditional Wii games, and like even I guess more than like Wind Waker and the N sixty four games of having the kind of linear but like kind of open world, but it's very like restricted. I would say they'd go, they might go back to the top-down 2D Zelda, maybe get the team that did Triforce Heroes and continue them to do, like, a side game, maybe, because, and then make, like, have A.G. Onuma and, like, the core Zelda team continue on, like, whatever's next, if we even see another one on the Switch, because not even the Wii U had its own exclusive Zelda, we'll see if another one comes to Switch. It probably won't, to be realistic, like, to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. the next one will probably come for the 3DS. Um, or the 2DS or well, Adline. I, I guess they stopped supporting the 3DS within the next two years. G- guaranteed. That's what I thought too, but then they introduced that 2DS, new 2DS XL. Yeah, but they did the thing. same thing with like the DSi and DSi XL. That came pretty late. True. And yeah, same with like the Game Boy Micro and all that. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're just like winding down 3DS support. Like you see them bringing stuff with like Hey Pikmin and the new fire and the remake of the Fire Emblem, and then there was like the there have been leaks of like the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga remake. Yeah. I would say they continue giving like these are games that don't require a bunch of support and like a bunch of um, a bunch of teams to to do this work. So I would say maybe down into like 2018, like early 2019 would be when the 3DS support from first party Nintendo at least stops because you can't ignore the over like 50 million uh, units that 3DS has and and just go to the Switch. But the reason, one of the reasons that's keeping me back from the Switch is there really isn't too much right now and even announced to play with it. Like, yeah, I really want to play Zelda. I really want to play Mario Odyssey, but I want to see what's coming out like Will they have will will they have the balls to actually put the new Pokemon on the Switch first? I like a part of me thinks they could, but deep in me, I think they won't do it just because of we saw like DS how they had Black Two and White Two go on the DS route before they made X and Y on the 3DS. I would yeah. say they support the 3DS, and then maybe next year, may or even 2019, we'll see you get a Pokemon on the Switch. We'll see. They have to start making the Switch their top priority rather than also supporting the 3DS. Question for you. This is a little bit off topic, but you mentioned Pokemon. Um, Do you prefer the new style of Pokemon or the old style? Meaning, would you be okay with them scrapping the way it looks now and going back to the little top-down character that's like, five millimeters big i would love that that would be I would cool absolutely but love that. I, they won't do it I I, if anything it'll probably be i think they might they're probably going to try and do something way different because now they have to optimize it for an actual like television yeah and for like a home console rather than just a handheld so i wouldn't be shocked if you get something even more in the vein of like pokemon xd or pokemon fuck uh not called stadium no, not. I think it was Coliseum. It was Coliseum on those. On Coliseum the on the no on GameCube. There was Pokemon XD and then another one that they had. I might have been Coliseum. Not entirely sure. Stadium. Stadium. No, no, it was Stadium. No, Stadium was the N sixty four one. That was oh, the right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the two GameCube RPGs that they put out, but Snap. they were kind. Oh, 
Pokemon Snap. Overrated. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Pokemon X, yeah. Uh, did you ever play any of the GameCube ones? Matt? I did. It was just it was just the battling. That's all it was, right? No, no, no. They were no. They had two full RPGs on the Switch. Uh, oh, I didn't on the GameCube. It was Pokemon XD, and I can't remember the other one, but they were it w- they were completely different, just in the sense that it wasn't just like going to catch Pokemon. It was pretty much traveling from town to town and having to. Like, the Pokemon were infected. They were, like, shadow Pokemon, and you had yeah. to, like, purify them before oh, you yeah. could actually get them. I, I remember this now. I don't think I ever owned it, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, my GameCube came with Pokemon XD, and I want to say the other one was Pokemon Coliseum. I think it was, but to be quite honest with you, I think they need to completely change the Pokemon franchise. I absolutely love Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um and I was super bored with the old game with the Pokemon Sun and, Sun and Moon. I was super bored well, with it. Yeah, they got they made it all um, way easier than I'd say any of the other games. It's not even that. It's just the fact that so, for example, you think like, um, why do people constantly play the same game over again? It's because it's the old style. That's what they like. This and that. I believe I think Pokemon has dragged out the style for the last twenty years, mm-hmm. and they haven't made any changes. So people like me and you, for example, uh, it's me and you. That wasn't a Pokemon. Right? I apologize. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, I see what it did there. Anyway, um, I think they dragged out the style too much, mm-hmm. and then it's just getting super repetitive. And a lot of people that I've been actually talking to feel the same way, where it just gets boring in mm-hmm. a sense, like having just the yeah, go catch everything cool go get well they took out the gym badges but that didn't help it in any yeah. way it kind of just killed it even more but yeah i just think they might if they do a third version of sun and moon if they do stars or sun and moon 2 i think that'll come on 3ds just because they'll probably build build it upon the existing engine that they already have that they've been using and then they're probably taking away at whatever's on going to be on the switch maybe a new generation maybe a remake of an old of like diamond and pearl or another remake of another one, we'll see. But, I, yeah, I don't think that this year or the next Pokemon game will be on Switch. Because it was annualized for, like, the longest time. They The only time they took a break was in between Omega Ruby and Alpha Sun Sapphire. And, and Sun then and Pokemon Moon. Sun and yeah. Moon. The, um, uh, I think what you're saying is right. They're probably going to keep this style one more time for the mm-hmm. 3DS. On the Switch, I'm hoping that they bring um, an immersive pokemon game kind of like mixing a little bit of the breath of the wild exploration aspect into it where you're running between town to town and think if that mm. think about a breath of the wild with pokemon how would that be how would i uh, know i haven't played breath of the wild okay <laughs> any well, breath of the wild with any game franchise would be amazing <laughs> Shut up, Mike. think about think about like this the exploration aspect of breath of the wild i i'm assuming you've seen and heard enough to have an idea of what that would yeah, feel yeah. like that with Pokemon. So you're moving from town to town. There's actual distance you need to travel mm-hmm. between these places. And the map is massive because it's an entire country. Yeah, so pretty, yeah, it's what people have wanted, like an open world Pokemon game. Yeah. I think it could work. But like people have also like talked about like a Pokemon MMO. I don't think they'll ever make that. Like, it exists. Something it's on the computer. Yeah, and I've played it. Yeah, like it's fucking fantastic. Pixelmon or whatever. No, 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 no. So it took... Um, Fire Red and Leaf Green. That world. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they made it an MMO. It was it's unreal it's just nintendo yeah. would never do something like that no, no, or, no, well, the pokemon party. company wouldn't do anything like that but yeah i think they'll just do open like i 
I would be willing to wager that they kind of do like an open world kind of thing in terms of like just opening the style of how like X and Y now to Sun and Moon have been where they finally made it like in a 3D space. I would say they just make that a bit more open. Yeah. Because it was it's kind of a bit janky controlling your character in the on the 3ds like the circle pad it feels kind of restrictive so overall um apparently this has turned into a nintendo episode um nintendo's only thing that's a good way to start it's fine um talk about horizon we're good that's Mm. fine uh let's move a little bit then i guess we'll keep with the same theme um games that are coming out this year for the switch that we know of uh splatoon 2 arms uh mario odyssey opinions suggestions don't forget fire emblem warriors Anyway, if that comes up. Oh, and Xenoblade. And no, Xenoblade, Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles Two. That's not coming out this year. No, no way. <laughs> what are your What are your thoughts? Splatoon Two. Let's start with that, Mike. You're. Um, uh, I, I'm the only one that played Splatoon here. You I? are the only I one played that played Splatoon. It. I just. Okay, you didn't buy it. I never owned it. I tried the multiplayer test, and I just really didn't like the way the game controlled. It would. It's very janky, to be honest. Mm-hmm. With you. I, I totally disagree. It's so smooth. You, uh, I, I haven't played in a long time. But when I, I remember playing, it was really fun. I don't know. I don't know. It, and, like, I wasn't even that good at it, too. Like, I was pretty bad. But I still had fun with it. I don't know. The, the movements from being a kid to being a squid and then just popping out and killing someone with a, like, your, your um, what's the weapon's called? I don't remember. Splat yeah. charger. Yeah, it was a splat something. Oh, God. It's pretty mm-hmm. fun. I don't know. Are you going to get Splatoon 2, Mike? Um, undecided right now. I guess. Well, I didn't get a chance to play the global test fire they did uh, a couple of weeks ago because yeah, I was not I. home. If I've, I would have liked to play it so I could see, but like yeah. it's probably it's basically just a Splatoon port. As much as they're trying to sell it as a sequel, it's not. It's just a Splatoon mm-hmm. port. But that's they haven't right. mentioned the single player yet, and that's like I'm really curious if they're going to even do one because it's only not. been like two years. Yeah. So it I don't know if they've like, had time. Like a lot of what's on Switch is like Wii U leftovers because Breath of the Wild is a Wii U game. Yep. Mario Kart 8 8 is a straight up port Splatoon 2 as much as people like to call it a sequel it seems as if it's just like a prettied up Splatoon 1 and like that's we're not I'm not saying that like as like Mm -hmm. trying to be derogatory or whatever like I love I love Splatoon but like that's what it Mm -hmm. is and even support even Mario Odyssey I'd be willing to bet that that was in development on Wii U and then like I'd bet like in 2015 uh they they were probably like forced to like switch over to the switch yep pun intended and then (laughs) um but yeah i'm willing like i'm really excited to see what they're gonna show off at e3 hopefully they show a lot of good stuff because other than other than like breath of the wild and mario odyssey like splatoon 2 doesn't get me interested arms they haven't really been showing too much that's been like exciting for me so hopefully they show off a good bunch of good stuff. But. I was surprised by arms. Like when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, that that doesn't look very fun. Mm-hmm. But then, like the more I've seen of it, it actually looks pretty like intense. Well, which is not what I expected. The this is gonna throw you off totally. Um, because I work for an EB Games, um, some managers had the opportunity to play the game. Uh, my manager included. Uh, according to her, the game was uh, a lot slower than you would think. It was. Which mm-hmm. is super surprising because you look at the 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 direct that they showed for Arms, where they introduced a couple new characters, this and that, whatever. Um, the game looks pretty fast and intense. When realistically, being played by um, people who are not familiar with the game, it's pretty slow, and they're kind of just staring yeah, it's at It's very other. in depth. There's a lot of like maneuvers that you wouldn't think would be in there that are. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like that game is going to have a really steep learning curve. So people that play it for like an hour or two hours won't have the same enjoyment as someone who really gets into it and learns all the moves. To be quite honest with you, I think it's one of those things that um, is going to become one to switch where it, where it um, seems cool, you know, takes advantage of the technology, this and that. But one to switch never seemed cool. But just, <laughs> that's, just that's, that's, very, that's a good point. It's, it's, it, it's kind of like... Um, in a sense, Wii Sports, where it had a whole bunch of mini games you can play with, whatever, showing mm-hmm. off what the Wii did, right? Um, that's what I think. It should have been a game that came with the console. Want to switch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think Arms is going to turn into something like that as well, where it's like, okay, this is probably going to be something that's going to be bundled to the console six months down the line anyway, because I don't um, think it's that I kind of the small game. I think it's a legit game that we just kind of think is a smaller game. But I don't know. that game is going to be well, full priced, yeah, 80 bucks uh, Canadian for first sure. First party yeah. Nintendo game, so they're pretty much going all out with it where they're they're doing like the um, kind of like one big game a month so far uh, where April and pretty much May had Mario Kart and then June will have ARMS, July will be Splatoon, Splatoon probably, I think. August, maybe they'll announce something at E3. There's that like Rabbids and Mario RPG There's crossover. Sonic. What three Sonic twenty seventeen Sonic twenty seventeen or Sonic Forces, Forces is what it's called yeah. now and yeah. then Sonic Mania. It's Sonic Mania too. Yeah, I think that's August. Mm. I know it's summer for sure. So I think yeah, but that's multi platform and true. There's but there are games coming out. There's that like new NBA jam, that new NBA game which kind of looks like NBA Jam. Yes, NBA Playgrounds. That looks cool. Uh, that would be like a game they show off on Switch, but that would be cool on Switch. But they even had that like NBA 2K teaser in the initial Switch trailer. And we've heard nothing yeah. since then. And also there's Skyrim it, later this year. For Oh, that's and, right. Skyrim is coming that. out. Um, but that's a six-year-old NBA, game. So. Mm-hmm. NBA 2K18. Mm-hmm. Did they confirm for, that? For the Nintendo Switch is confirmed. You can pre-order okay. it. Um, yeah, yeah. And FIFA. So and FIFA's not pre-orderable yet, mm-hmm. which I don't know. We're going to see it at the EA Play event anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, on yeah. the Monday. And... So. But yeah, I feel like the, just the Switch in general, it's got a lot of... It seems like a cool system. Like, it, the actual system is really cool, like, playing uh, your guys' Switch. And it's just the the games that they have out for now, it's kind of bare bones. Same, and, like, with the future of it. Because you're not getting... With, like, the Switch is competing with Overwatch and Red Dead Redemption 2 and... Uh, like, Mass Effect Andromeda and okay. everything else that's coming out this year. Like... All these big games that people like that aren't going to be on the on the Switch later this year, which I guess like you have to know if you're buying a Switch, that's not the kind of stuff that you're going to get. You're pretty much just going to get your Nintendo games and probably indie support, and that's pretty much it if you're cool with buying it like that. I'll probably get one in the future because I bought Wii U day one, and I enjoyed like the games like Captain Toad and Pikmin 3, but feel a bit burned of having... like four or five years with the wii u and pretty much getting like with the past like with the last year and a half of that uh console's love spend pretty much getting nothing and it being neglected so i don't know it's and, what do you mean yeah. you got color splash man color splash i haven't played that game <laughs> yet and even um the online service they like for them to uh actually go like the microsoft and sony route of having you pay for an online service they better freaking make sure that it's worth it because right now it's It's absolutely not not because i don't think people are really going to want to continue playing mario kart 8 deluxe uh later on in the year with like if they want to continue playing splatoon 2 or even arms online i wouldn't be shocked my theory for the longest time was when they make uh 
the online service uh, when you have to pay for it. I was going to guess that they probably announced Smash, uh, the Smash Wii U port for Switch so that way they could actually have something uh, that's an online game that could be that people would want to pay for to play online. Yeah. yeah. When I think of Nintendo, I think of um, Couch Co-op Play. I don't think of online service play, to be quite honest with you. And a lot of people have the same, have the mindset now. When you want online services, you think of PlayStation, Xbox, PC. That's what you're thinking. Um, because Nintendo grew up, I guess, uh, in their gaming side of it anyway, um, with things with multiple controllers. Um, that's how people remember it. That's how the older generation looks at it. I don't think the online service is going to do well, like you're saying, unless they have something big come out. Mario Kart's going to die. Arms won't carry it, and Splatoon definitely will not carry it. Like online, service. I would say Splatoon in, Two would be popular, but in Japan it'll carry it. Yeah, yes. Splatoon is so big in Japan, and it makes no sense at all. But no, it makes huge. perfect sense in Japan. That's their home market. That's mm-hmm. no, but I'm saying like Japan's not big on shooters. Yeah, but they're yeah. big on Splatoon, which makes no sense. Well, okay, Splatoon, it's its own genre of shooter. Let's be real for a second. Yeah. It's yes, you, but I yeah. think if you had asked people before Splatoon came out if it was going to be this big, everybody was going to say no. Well, yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, it's um, pretty much their newest big franchise ever since. It's, it's one of their top like five what, franchises right like now. Like what? Yeah. Pikmin. I think so. Uh, yeah, that's the first Mario new Wear. Yeah. I don't even remember like which is crazy last big one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I just feel like the online service. If they don't come out with something, like you're saying, it's just going to crash. It's not going to do no. well. If Fire Emblem Warriors is online, now we're talking. Well, that, no. <laughs> Regardless. I like Hyrule Warriors. I Hyrule never, Warriors I never played a Dynasty great. Warriors game, but I had a lot of fun with Hyrule Warriors. I actually Warriors. considered buying a Dynasty Warriors game because I liked Hyrule Warriors mm-hmm. so much. But then I realized I probably won't like it the same because, like, Zelda Superman. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm going to get Fire Emblem Warriors for sure. Yeah. The, um, the only other thing would be, um, I don't know. It's, it's very, and then there's, when when's the preview for the is it started it's live now right like the service what? is live now right for the the switch um internet no 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 and even like because they everything was supposed is supposed to be compatible through an app apparently yeah. that's on your phone which is kind of annoying it's super to have another device with you which kind of defeats the whole purpose of the switch being like portable and everything you having to have another device with you and well, I think for that part, they're trying to tie that in with, like, Mitomo and yeah, Super Mario. Yeah, and apparently, like, the, they're going the route of, like, giving you uh, free games every month. But supposedly, they're just, like, SNES and NES games, which are, like, games that I've bought, like, a million times and I've played, first, like, played so long ago and played so many times. They're great games, but you're pretty much giving me, like, a $5 game for free. Well, I'm, like, you look at PS Plus this month, you're getting Tales from the Borderlands. Xbox One has given mm-hmm. you what I remember they gave you like Rise Center yeah, Rome, and Rome. Assassin's Creed. It's like a ninety dollar yeah, yeah, every month yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's insane. Like how on Xbox One you you get pretty much four games on PS Plus. You get two of up, them. You get no. You get up to like six games, being the PS3, PS4, and Vita games. And Vita, and a lot yeah. of those are cross buy. So sometimes you're getting six, five, six PS4 games, which is like freaking insane. While on your switch you're pretty much getting nes or snes game but and what's weird about that too is that you can't keep it after the month till it's done yeah like, you, you don't have it after you have to pay wait, for really? it really yeah. yeah this is what i'm saying is like the, it's very confusing like, like one step forward two steps back or whatever yeah where they make they they're making good decisions with the actual hardware itself it looks cool but just the decisions they're making with like their software and the online service it's kind of annoying it's classic it's nintendo. old nintendo yeah and then the whole couch co-op thing as well 
you want to buy four controllers yeah, you may as well buy another dollars it's annoying pro controllers in canada are 90 dollars a piece 90 dollars yeah. and after uh, tax it's pretty much like 100 100 so. bucks a yeah. pack of two joy con is 100 dollars mm-hmm. not ridiculous mm-hmm. so that uh i mean in conclusion free service i mean the internet service should be free let's be real for mm-hmm. a second um i understand that the technology and the joy cons are, are something different um and the pro controller to be quite honest with you feels very nice i actually love that controller yeah, the you were saying like the service should be free it should be free. i think like we live in a day and age where it's pretty much expected that if you want to be online you have to pay i'm yeah. not mad about it about you having to pay for it i just they need to do something that makes the, that makes it worth paying for yeah. with with only having like two or three games that you can play online and giving us like games old games that you're going to take away from us like it's not worth the 50 60 dollars they're going to make you pay probably a year for it it can't be 50 or 60 bucks Mm -hmm. if it is that's a huge mistake they have to go and lower especially with it not being natively on the console having to use another having to use an app on a phone or a tablet or a computer or whatever it's going to be annoying yeah i guess they did it that way because it's like okay people are going to have their phones on them anyway and then kids earlier and earlier in age are getting uh mobile phones or tablets or whatever because mobile gaming exploded but you can see the logic but it's just weird then there was all these issues of like the left joy con disconnect uh disconnecting saying not to keep your switch next to like your phone or stuff so then like how well, you can even have that. Yours did that once. Once. Only yeah. one time at my house. Mine's never done it to me, ever, which is yeah. super odd. Um, I've had another person's do it, which was kind of kind of weird, but I'm like, I've never experienced this, so oh well. Um, I'm not sure what caused that. Yeah, it I, I think it just could happens. be the, the receiver in the, um, the Joy-Con itself, but yeah. But I'll yeah. probably wait later on to get a switch until like maybe I'll still end up getting the getting one this year just because I really want to play Mario. But yeah, like it, I think, I'm a big Nintendo fan, I own like a shit ton of Amiibo, and the fact that they couldn't get me day one, it's like they really need to show us stuff. Like I'm really excited for what they're going to show at E3 this year because you look back to when the 3DS was first uh, launched, like. Their first uh, press con- E3 press conference after the 3DS was out already. That's when they showed off Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, Kid Icarus Uprising, Mario Kart 7, Super Mario 3D Land. Okay, and, 3D. Yeah, a bunch of stuff that, like Star Fox 64 3D, uh, they just announced so much. So hopefully if they go that way with like the Switch, that would be, that'd be insane. Luigi's Mansion 3 on Switch? Mm-hmm. Please. Well, we will, amazing. we will see. We will see later this year. Um Considering the fact that, and I'm going to announce it right now, we're going to E3 this year. So oh, expect big news. Big Since news. When? Big news. Wow, I didn't Since, know. Since uh, when? February, uh, we're going oh, to E3 nice. this year, uh, which is great, and um, just looking forward to that. We're probably going to do a podcast. What in, we in LA? I'm 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 saying we do a podcast in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, On we're the plane gonna podcast. Do, we're going to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On the do... plane, just completely, like, completely yeah. bother everyone. You're right. Halfway, halfway through the podcast, uh, excuse me, sir, would you like some peanuts? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. So, oh, thank you. But what are your new? What are your thoughts on the uh, the E three Expo? I'm sorry. What? What? <laughs> We're flying United. We get dragged off. <laughs> nice. uh, it's fine. It's it's all good. It's Damn. fine. I'm being dragged and doing the podcast at the same time. So, coming breaking news. I'm being dragged off of the plane. By the way, E three is going to be great this oh, year. By the way, I really like the new Mario game. <laughs> I got farther and farther from the mic. It's fine. <laughs> 
uh, it's okay. Uh, so um, yeah, we've we've more or less uh, hit the mark. I think uh, we should uh, call it here for this episode, um, guys. Thank you for so much for listening. Um, mm-hmm. We upload on Fridays. Fridays. Um, Around, let's say, I don't know. Don't say a time. <laughs> You're just going to disappoint people when it doesn't come at that time. I'm going to... Okay, you know what? We won't say a time. It's fine. Whenever we can on a Friday. Whenever we can on a Friday. We'll probably like get around a proper schedule soon. High noon. Stop. Sorry. I apologize. Um, wow. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. It's for the, the lulls. <laughs> anyway. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, we'll see you guys soon in the next episode. Probably next Would. week. And then... Uh, say that email again. The email, if you guys have any questions for us, nothingbutgamespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Ciao. I'm recording now. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.